I have grown tired. Have you trying to keep away? Matrix suits. We are not the same. I am a Martian. Unplugged, unplugged. Waste not, one not. We tread different heights, so tread with caution. Are you ready? 'Cause you can't turn back now. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to Opinions of Mine, episode four. And the title of this episode is "Times Up." Well. Before we start with the topic of the discussion, as usual, let me say a big thank you to the Gold Coast Report for hosting and promoting our podcast, for giving all of us the chance to talk about whatever we want to talk, and uh, to help us trying to promote the podcast culture in uh, uh, in Ghana and to try to bring also Ghanaian stories. Uh, everywhere in the world because once we are out there anyone can listen so that thank you to the Gold Coast Report please follow the Gold Coast Report on Instagram and Twitter and check out the website because all the podcasts of the Gold Coast Report family are on our website uh, so yes topic of the week time's up first of all I'm uh, recording this from my uh Uh, being being not in the best of shapes uh, I am not feeling well I'm not feeling well for several reasons and uh, uh, one of the reasons made me um, so I'm actually sick at home and the doctor gave me uh, one week of total rest and um, one of the reasons um, made me think about the topic of this week Uh, podcast. Uh, Time's Up, as you might know, as my, many of us know, is uh, uh, an organization uh, that, uh, quoting from the website, insists on safe, fair, a dignified work uh, for women of all kinds. Uh, I feel that what is interesting about Thumbs Up is that it started uh, uh, addressing uh, injustice in the workplace uh, for women, but I think that more and more uh, it's starting to becoming um, a conversation about underrepresented groups in general. So wherever there is a, a violation of gender or race or uh, any other thing, uh, when we say time's up is when we are talking about all these um all these um kind of uh, abuse and uh, uh injustice mainly injustice which makes me think about a lot of things and it makes me think about why i wanted to discuss this topic in this way uh, in this specific episode if i think about injustice um and i think about me uh, since i was a child For some reasons, when something was wrong and unjust, I've always been so outraged. And I feel as a little girl, it happens very often because uh, we know that uh, there's a way to uh, underestimate or undermine or uh, make us 
smaller. Now, what Chimamanda says, they want us to shrink. That's that's the quote that she also leads them into Beyonce, um, Beyonce's song. Uh, so they want us to shrink, to be smaller, and when you're not that small, then men are allowed to actually put you in your place, right? Um, I've, I will always remember some moments in my childhood uh, where uh, my male cousins were allowed to do things that I would never uh, be allowed to do, or when we were in situation where even if I was a woman, I could win or I could uh, put myself in the same uh, position that we just like try to, 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 to take me down, right? So I, I totally remember uh, one day, I think we were playing a card game or something like that. So anyway, I was winning. I wasn't supposed to win because I was the youngest and there were other male cousins that, of course, they were supposed to win whatever game we were playing. So since they didn't want to lose, they decided to be like, okay, no, so this, 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 this match, this thing doesn't count. We start, we will start again. And I was like, why though? I was winning. Why do you have to do that? So anyway, the, the scene that everyone remembers is me uh, jumping on the table and tried to kick all my male cousins in the face, which clearly made me feisty and also too aggressive for a girl. Because, you know, boys will be boys. That's what happens many times, I guess. I remember in school, from since since like elementary school, since primary school, to be the one protecting the 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 weakest ones from bullies. Like one of my uh, girl cousins, we are the same age, but she was slightly younger and uh, and also yes, probably a bit weaker when we were kids. She remembered that I used to defend her. A lot when we were in school because because I I never accepted injustice in my face and uh, so it's 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 quite interesting that then I found myself in several situations of injustice in my life but the more I understand a lot of things that have happened to me the more I think that the universe has put myself in these situations because I was that kid. So the universe knows that I can fight this situation and I can give a voice to those who don't have a voice. So even if I was very desperate for many times in my life, I now understand that the universe has given me these obstacles and this situation of injustice and unfortunately abuse because I've always been the person who will speak up also for those who don't have the strength to speak up for themselves. And so this episode comes in a moment where I know that speaking up might not be the most convenient thing in the world, but time is up. So you will have update on this very soon. I will not go in detail of too many things, but time's up. And um, it's interesting because we've been experiencing uh, these days some stories that I will go more in detail later that are not only related to gender, uh, are related to um, the, 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 uh, the urgency of starting calling out some people in our Accra these days because 
we've been we there have been situation in the past months and years that have been covered in a way and i think people are really starting being tired and so when i say people i don't mean necessarily only women it's true that there's a lot of episodes that are unfortunately a, a situation of abuse against women but there are also other situation where people in position of power feel allowed to commit injustice because they know that no one is ever going to call them out and injustices are on so many different levels it doesn't have to be all the time a criminal act but it's still an injustice and um, i wanted to also uh, slowly uh, try to um, come out from the gender conversation uh, for for one reason i uh, I don't hate men. Even if men have done so many some men have done so many terrible things to me during my life, um I do not hate men. I have around me some very amazing men, even some amazing men who are ready to listen and start to deal with their bias in order to be better men and to teach other men how to be better men. So I really don't want to make it just a gender conversation, but I want to make it a a conversation uh, that talks about everyone who is underrepresented and needs advocates and needs their safety to be improved and laws and policies to take care of them a legal system that actually supports and and actually held accountable those in charge of this kind of injustice i know it seems like i'm talking about a very generic thing but we will go maybe more in details when is about the gender conversation is very fascinating the fact that i've been reading is a very long book so i've been reading uh, this book called uh, uh, figuring uh, figuring is a book that uh, apparently took a lot of years i think she mentioned something like 18 years um maria popova wrote uh, figuring uh, and i think it was published at the beginning of this year and uh, figuring is a very interesting uh, story it's not a novel is uh, uh, the uh, um, the story of different uh, scientists mainly women towards um, um mainly women and uh, is it starts from like uh, is different moment in history but what is interesting is that she finds the way to create a sort of connection between the different people in the different moment in history uh, but also there are men involved in the conversation because what is beautiful uh, about the book is that the stories are not only stories of uh, uh, scientific discoveries and also how many times scientific discoveries put in trouble the people who were kind of disrupting the beliefs at the time but also are connected to the fact that many scientists were also uh, artists or poets or there were a lot of uh, beautiful romantic love stories connected to the science discovery because science is also poetry in a way think about it uh, you have to be able to have uh, a higher understanding of the world which could be also a higher emotional understanding of the world to think about the fact that the earth is actually 
revolving around the sun and not the other way around. So it's interesting because the first chapter of this book talks about uh, Kepler or Keplero, as I used to know from my Italian schools. And um, what was every very interesting about Kep- Kepler is not is that he was clearly a genius. He was clearly a scientist. He was prosecuted because he was going against the church belief that the earth was flat and was actually going around, uh, the, the sun was going around the earth and not the other way around. And um, what is also interesting about his stories is that it's a story of uh, a lot of losses, like he lost um, both his children and his wife. He, so it's a painful story. And it's a story of this beautiful mother that he had uh, who was a very outspoken mother which of course ended up in a witch triumph because if you were a woman at the time and you were outspoken plus your son was Kepler who was already considered an heretic in some countries because of the Catholic Church then then you are a witch right and it's beautiful that Kepler's at the time not only created like not only discovered some of the most important discoveries still at the time like from some of Kepler uh, studies um, the, 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 the fact that we, we had the chance to travel in space a lot of these things come from discoveries uh, from uh, Kepler so I mean the, 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 the deepness of his history is amazing but the other amazing thing is the kind of human that he was so Kepler um, uh, especially because of his uh, um, of his mother um, witchcraft uh, trial he made an observation that if I think about it now it was so ahead of the times and it's so interesting that I keep reading these kind of stories like these books are coming to me I'm not even looking for them uh, because I keep saying and saying these days that gender and race are the main issues that we have in society so Kepler in the 17th century uh, said that the mind has no sex the mind has no sex. So, I mean, at the time, like long time before um, genetics and other, and other discoveries, uh, were like people believe that uh, children bore resemblance to their mothers. And um, because, uh, I mean, there was like a sort of like beliefs that were actually attributing to gender uh, so many, uh, so, so many misconceptions. But Kepler used to say, um, used to say that the mind has no sex and uh, he also identified um, identified the fact that he was privileged because he was born a man and not a woman so he says I was born a man not a woman a different sex which the astrologer seeks in vain in the heavens the difference between the fate of the sexes Kepler suggests is not in the heavens, but in the earthly construction of gender as a function of culture. 
It was not his mother's nature that made her ignorant, but the consequences of her social standing in a world that renders its opportunities for intellectual illumination and self-actualization as fixed as the stars. So it's incredible how human beings already were pointing out that things were wrong and that there was gender discrimination, but for centuries we kept making the same mistakes and we kept trying to I mean the people in power try to control this kind of conversation and this kind of mindsets in order not to get to uh, equality of treatment uh, and um, And so that becomes, again, not only a conversation about gender, but it becomes a conversation of power. And uh, I actually believe that, unfortunately, women in position of power can be as corruptible as men. I don't believe that the fact that you are a woman makes you uh, perfect or not able of doing some uh, terrible things. And uh, that's what I feel might become the danger if we make uh, conversation around, around equality a fight against or a, 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 an attempt of take power instead of creating conversations, healthy conversation and involving in the conversation also the counterpart. But this is kind of different from where I'm standing at right now. Unfortunately, I have experienced recently situation of abuse uh, perpetrated by men towards women. And I have watched people being silent because there is still the belief that, oh, if it happened in a marital situation or in a couple situation, It's, it's a private business. We shouldn't, we, shouldn't, uh, we shouldn't talk about it. And it's like, no, if it's a criminal act, if somebody physically abuses somebody, if somebody beats somebody else, even if he's in a couple, unfortunately, no, unfortunately, fortunately, it's criminal. And so the person has to be punished. It's not a conversation. But I, I found very, um, very unfortunate that... Uh, I've experienced, especially in the creative industry, situations where even when we know that there was an abuse, uh, no one decided to talk. And recently, uh, it was very interesting because I'm aware of a story that I'm not going to disclose because I didn't leave the story in first person. If it was my story, I, I would have done it. But what happened and, and, and woke me up a lot is that, uh, so it's a story in the creative industry uh, here in Accra and... Um, So there's a person that I considered a friend, not a close friend, but a person I'm, I'm very cool with since, I mean, since forever. And um, uh, so he was promoting something that I didn't, um, uh, that, I mean, it was, support, it, it was supporting a content produced by one of those men that we know have been Uh, abusive so I actually replied to him in private saying uh, I really think we should be careful in the kind of 
people we support, especially when it's toxic men? The answer I got really not only scared me, but made me understand that there's a silent uh, approval for some behaviors. So the first answer I got was literally, fuck out of here, focus on yourself. And it was like, well, yeah, I focus on myself, but if there's a situation where I know there was uh, an abuse and it is our industry and it's in our circle, I think we should discuss it. We should talk about it. And he replied, then take your opinions elsewhere. We don't give a fuck. So I replied, okay, this is not a very mature way to discuss things, but I, I think people should know about this. And he replied, there's nothing to discuss. You just need to get laid. You are lacking the vitamin, hence your boredom. Screenshot this and share it with the world. And I'm like, okay, I think I will. And anyway, I'm sending you love because you're clearly in a bad place and you need it. And he replied, I rebuke it and send it back to your Toto, which we know means uh, my vagina. So it's amazing the fact that from me trying to open a conversation and in private, so I wasn't shouting in public anything, but in private try to be like, Should we talk about this person and maybe be careful when we endorse him? What I got, it was a crazy, abusive conversation where I was actually trying to tone down the, 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 the whole thing. And I got more insults one after the other for really no reason. And that made me realize that there is a system that is covering this kind of man. And so here it becomes, a, it could be a gender issue, but careful because in this system, there's a bunch of women that are actually covering the same men because maybe they have some power. And so if we call them out, maybe we don't have access to the things that we think we're going to have access anymore. Time's up. Be careful because we're coming and it's not a threat it's just like in history always and always we reach a point where time's up and people start be calling out so i'm just saying that people should understand that it's i mean a cry is not different from the rest of the world and so thank god people are going to speak out um i, I mean, it's, 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 it's concerning to think that you hang out with people in your ed everyday life and they know that they are condoning this kind of behavior. And I mean, for women, uh, if you are... So the thing is that there are also women that are condoning these behaviors. The problem is that when you are the woman abused, abused... Uh, physically, sexually, uh, abused in terms of like power. Uh, the problem is that when you are the woman, it's very difficult to find support because even other women will come after you. 
So I was like, I was talking with a friend a couple of days ago about uh, these things that are going on also in my life. And she was actually saying, wow, <laughs> it's like, you don't understand what can, what happens to me almost all the time. It's like, if I'm in a meeting and uh, I try to be, um, I mean, to, to, to stand for my idea, uh, to be like very strong in my opinion, my boss will actually tell to the other men in the room, oh, I'm sorry, uh, she's probably having her period in front of her. I have been in situation where a one of my ex-bosses asked me uh, if uh, the fact that I was very serious that day was about, uh, uh, did, do you have any problem with your boyfriend? And he's like, dude, what do you want? I had a situation where my boss asked me, uh, are you intending to get pregnant? And then you're just like, pretend you didn't hear because I was going to on holidays so it probably it was it, it was assuming that since I was going on a holiday I was probably gonna have sex and probably get pregnant and when I came back he actually asked me the first thing that he asked me is like so are you pregnant and you're like what so and, and when you say I'm sorry but this comment is really inappropriate then they get offended I called out my colleagues more than once saying this is not okay You can't say this thing. And they are like, these women are so annoying, right? And I have stories of friends in the past being asked by a client of the agency if he could fuck, he could fuck her. Like, I'm sorry, I can't beat myself, but it's like, there was the language. It's like, can I fuck you in a meeting? And when she reported the thing, no one did anything even a female boss. I have stories of women who had to run away from business meeting because the man was sexually assaulting them. It wasn't even a verbal assault anymore. He was basically touching her and she had to step out, run out. And for some reasons, they all feel they cannot speak up because they're going to lose their job. They're going to lose the credibility because we still live in a country and in a society. And unfortunately, it's not, I mean, and it's not only here. I know it's not only here, but I feel here we are still behind in terms of conversation. Uh, we, um, and, and I want to, and I want to highlight this concept because I've been abused uh, uh, by my boyfriend in my own country, not, not, not here. So I'm not saying that this happens only in Ghana. What I'm saying is that we need to open up the conversations more. And um, if you think that like, oh, why didn't you report it? I mean, you probably don't read the stories about the fact that if you go to the police to report uh, a rape, uh, they will probably laugh at you and, and ask you, what did you do? Uh, and, and I mean, I have stories of comments that it will just kill you if, if you don't know, like, uh, I, I could go on for hours, but that's not the point of this episode. The point of this episode for me is, is that I'm announcing the time's up because when bad things happened to me in the past, I promised that this would never happen to me again. I promised that no one in a position of more power than me, in that case was physical because unfortunately most of the time men are stronger than you. So if they want to beat you up or abuse you, it's, it's easy for them. So, but I promised myself that no one in a position of power would ever get away with that. 
with any form of abuse towards me, but also towards people I know. So to be honest, time's up. And time's up for so many things that is not only sexual or physical abuse. It's really abuse of power on so many levels. So I also want to give a shout out of some people that have been very consistent in calling out bullshit, but also to some people that really surprised me this week because I didn't know the stories. So I remember that I'd already gave a big shout out for uh, Kofi and Denzel from an artist when they called out very violently um, uh, what Nana Abba did uh, with the group of uh, gay kids from Labadi. Um, I am always very proud of uh, official Kwame because if there's somebody calling out pushes in the creative industry, even in terms of like people not paying, people behaving like in a in a abusive way because it's <laughs> you are in a position of power, so you are abusing somebody. He's always been, Official Kwame has always been very open and he doesn't care if you don't call him again for a job, he will call you out. And then this week, uh, Jojo Abbott respects woman, respects so much. I mean, we all already know that Jojo Abbott is this incredible artist, but what she did this weekend when she called out the whole organization of the Venice Biennale, the Ghana Venice Biennale Pavilion, who left her in an airport alone with no money is like she went public about it now the videos are not available but there's a statement on her instagram page so if you want to go you can read it but what she says is really important because uh, she actually said that she deleted the uh, the previous videos because those videos were coming from a sort of like moment of rage and I agree with her because I'm also trying to do that with my uh, approach to these kind of things uh, there's always a better way to uh, to make these things uh, to, to make people hear you out which is not necessarily shouting and being angry and so I um, I'm going to read a little bit of what she she wrote in her in her statement but you can find it uh, um you can find it in her in her Instagram page. So she says, I have taken down my post based on multiple conversation and the fact that we are almost through resolving everything. A flight back home, fees and reimbursement. Uh, thank you to those who stepped up and did what should have been done in the very beginning. I'm humbled by your incredible support and rage on my behalf. It shows we are getting ready for the greatest battles ahead. That you for being my allies and for empathizing with me. Thank you for seeing me as such as your reflection for extending warmth, resilience and strength. This is amazing because this, this is what I'm saying. Time's up because we are also ready to step up for other people, to step up for other people that need support. On the other side, and that surprised me a lot and also saddens me, so I hope that this thing can be resolved in a way or another, but there is a young artist called Reese who had to call out Kwesi Arthur. I can't believe that happened, but Kwesi Arthur used an artwork without permission actually the artwork i mean he didn't use the first the, the original artwork but he used exactly the same idea with a little change 
And it's like, come on, why would you do that? Like you're a young artist and you're using somebody else's art without even, I mean, it's, it's, it's really uh, upsetting, but I'm also proud of the fact that people decided to call out uh, this issue. I remember last year hmm, proudly uh, endorsing um, threaded tribes because they were calling out people copying their uh, idea and putting it out there. And I want to remark again that whether it's an abuse of power, uh, whether it's a, an abuse because somebody's stealing your idea, whether it's an abuse because um, you went through some form of physical or psychological abuse, please be aware that there are laws in this country, that there are lawyers in this country willing to help. So I think it's time to come together and change the conversation and start calling people out. So uh, you'll hear from me soon. This is not uh, exactly the perfect moment. Uh, also because there are things going on that I cannot disclose right now. But I am, I will keep saying it, time's up. And I know that there are some people that are going to listen to this and are going to stand with me and agree with me. And uh, we're not scared, we're not afraid. And we are going to, we are going to keep fighting, even if doing that we're going to make less money or we are going to lose some uh, privileged people supporting us. It doesn't matter. The future is bright. So thank you for listening to me this week in this uh, more, probably more, uh, slightly more serious, but also very heartfelt message that I wanted to share. And uh, uh, if you want to read this book that I'm reading, Figuring, it's really an amazing, amazing book. And keep, please, supporting people who need their voices to be heard. Thank you so much for listening this week. Follow the Gold Coast Reports. And uh, I'll talk to you again very soon. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Stay.